Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Unbiased Football Talk. I am one of your hosts, James Aguirre, and joining me tonight for the first time in a while is Big Mike Harrington. Mike, how, how's it going, buddy? Man, good, man. Good to good to see you. Good to talk some balls. Been quite a while, man. We got a lot to talk about, some free agency stuff. Been a crazy week. I don't want to talk too much about the Raiders. It's been a little disappointing. <laughs> But uh, we'll get into it a little bit, man. But good to see you, man. Good to yeah. talk some ball with you. Oh, yeah, man. You too. Unfortunately, Ian can't be with us tonight. He uh, He's an adult now. He has a lot of responsibilities. So uh, hopefully we'll get well, all three of us get together soon or we'll get some uh, some two some twosies going on here. But um, yeah, you don't want to talk about the Bears too much. We talked about it a little bit during the show. Yeah. Uh, they may or may not have a quarterback. You know, maybe we'll get a little <laughs> bit into them later on in the show but uh let's go ahead and start with uh go ahead and start with some teams that kind of caught our eye so far this offseason we'll start with the uh bears and dolphins uh the dolphins i think the main thing that they did was they um traded for jalen ramsey for essentially peanuts uh the rams have like no draft picks to uh from going all in to win that super bowl two years ago whatever it was so they're trying to recoup some of that and rebuild the team Uh, i can't blame them I've heard reports that they are going to sell like Ramsey is part of a plan to retool the offense around Stafford. Now um, I heard, I don't know when's the last time Stafford threw a football like, and he has multiple concussions, always has back problems. Uh, Some, some people have legitimately thought he could retire, but we're not talking about the Rams. I'm sorry. We're talking about the dolphins. They got Jalen Ramsey. They have a good secondary. You're going to need it playing against the Bills twice a year and every other elite quarterback in the AFC. Uh, what else has caught your eye about Miami this offseason? You know, it's not not so much what they did this free agency. It's so much of like kind of the big body of work that they've done for the last couple of years. And that kind of starts when they drafted Javon Holland, Jalen Phillips in the draft a couple of years ago. And now they're hitting free agency hard. And I know last year they brought in Bradley Chubb through a trade from uh, uh, with Denver, they, they gave him a first round pick and they threw in Bradley Chubb. Now he has a full year under that defense, you know, and then you add uh, through free agency, uh, uh, David Long, uh, kind of a quiet, sneaky pick at linebacker. They're slowly building a stacked defense there. And, and to me, that's a recipe to win that division. And not only that division, be a dark horse for a Super Bowl. Now, you got a defense. Once you got a defense that stack, you you add Jalen Ramsey to that too. I mean, sky's the limit. And we already know what they can do on offense. They got Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle there, a one-two punch at wide receiver. Um, you know, they bring back some uh uh I think they brought back Mostert as well. I could be wrong on that one, but um, you know, that's a pretty solid pickup at running back. Um the only concern is, of course, is Tua, you know, keeping him upright making sure that, you know, he, he doesn't get injured. But they also brought in Mike White, I believe, at quarterback, who's pretty solid, pretty solid backup. He can come in there and, and sling the ball. He's shown it time and time again in relief. They can come in and sling the ball. So I'm saying early, man, watch for the Dolphins, possibly looking to go to, you know, making a run, maybe a Super Bowl run, maybe winning a game or two in the Super, in, in the playoffs. That might be something to look at, man. That's that's kind of my early pick for uh, my early dark horse right now. What you think, bro? Yeah, um, <clears throat> they picked up Tua's fifth-year option, so uh, which yep. I thought was kind of funny. 
earlier they were like we're committed to Tua long term but we have we were in no rush to pick up his fifth year option like okay i guess <laughs> i guess you think we're stupid but they right. picked it up you know and they're doing what what you should do when you have a quarterback who has not gone pay the big bucks yet they're building they're stacking up the team around him you know it goes back to last year with the tyree kill trade tyree kill trade this year they get jalen ramsey um you're gonna need help around your guy especially in the afc when you have essentially all the best quarterbacks in the league playing in one conference so you're gonna need any any bit of equalizer you can get and um you can argue that uh ramsey who many has who many have been called the best corner who has been called by me the best corner of the past few years in the league and right. Tyree Kill who he's a unique offensive player there's no one that can replicate what he can bring to a football field so in in a one game scenario in the playoffs i mean you saw the dolphins arguably should have beat the bills with skylar thompson in buffalo That's you true. know so like anything can happen when you get into the dance now i would personally bet against it because you might be able to beat one of those guys, those guys being the elite quarterbacks. I can't see them stringing off six consecutive victories, you know, go into Buffalo, go into Arrowhead, go into Cincinnati. Like if you had to face that gauntlet, it I, I, I need more than twenty five to one to, you know, to bet on that, to get to feel like I have a worthy payout. So twenty five to one is the Super Bowl odds, fourteen to one the AFC odds. If you are a believer in them, I'd say just wait. I mean, this is this is true for every team uh, regarding like uh, Super Bowl futures. If you just bet, well, actually, no, no, no. Right now, you'd probably get a better price than if you implemented this strategy. But before the playoffs start, if you like an underdog, what you do is you bet them on the money line each week, and you take your winnings. Like, say they're a uh, plus one eighty week uh wild card weekend you bet 100 bucks they win the game you get back 280 next weekend you take that 280 dollars bet them again on the money line when they're they might be close to two to one bam you hit that you take all your winnings and bet from that roll over to the next you do that you get better odds of them winning the super bowl than you would if you just bet their straight super bowl future before the playoffs started that books still offer so if you do like the Dolphins, um, 25 to 1 is a little short to me. I would need more at this point in the season. But if you're gun shy and they end up making the playoffs, I would suggest probably just rolling over their money line each and every week. That'll probably give you better odds if they do make a run. But um, I'm not I'm not going to pick them to do so. Yeah, you know, it's like I said, it's, it's a dark horse. Um, me, you know, I also see that they did bring in Vic Fangio, defensive coordinator. I think he was I head totally coach forgot. for the Broncos. Yeah. I totally that, forgot about that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude, that's a that's a big piece right there for that defense. I mean, you got a defensive wizard, uh, you know, on the defensive side. to you know, they, now he has some serious pieces to work with. The Bradley Chubbs, like we mentioned, the, the Jalen Ramseys, those youngsters that they've drafted over the last couple of years. Dude, I say why not? I mean, Buffalo... They've been kind of exposed. I'm not saying that they're going to be bad this year, but you know what? We said the same thing about the Chiefs last year, too. So it's like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's kind of hard every time I say that. Oh, they're, you know, this might be their last year. You know, they're on a small window. You know, I've been shown, you know, to be otherwise. So, but, you know, my initial thoughts, right, is that Buffalo is kind of running out of time. 
and they're trending down while the Dolphins are trending up. Now, I know we got the Jets. They're a youngster uh, type of team. They got a lot of young pieces, but and they're going to possibly be bringing in uh, Aaron Rodgers we're going to be talking about later. You know, you look at those teams, like, I don't know. It's going to be tough competition, and what's going to stick out is the defenses. And I think that the Dolphins have that that the, the right pieces to kind of uh, set themselves over the top and kind of sneak uh, and win that division and have some home playoff games. I, I don't hate that call because I, it's definitely fair to say Josh Allen misses Brian Dable. And um, when you look at the offensive roster outside of Allen and Diggs, it's pretty lackluster. Like the entire team gets elevated by Josh Allen. So, I mean, in a for the season long, like for one game, Bills and Finns, I really don't see much of a difference between these two teams now, especially since they got Vic Fangio, who is going to get the most out of every player on that defense. And uh, I have I hope high hopes for Mike McDaniel. Uh, hopefully he, you know, he runs the ball a little more this year. Not, not to say like, you know, just establish the run, just to establish it, but they, they can be efficient with it. You know, he comes from the Shanahan background. He knows how to coordinate a run game, uh, lean into it a little bit more because, and this, I feel like pretty much everyone's forgot about this. We have such short memories these days, but uh, Tua, many, many people were calling for Tua to retire, you know, after a yeah. second concussion. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying now they have no, they, they're not, you know, the point's not valid. It is. He, I mean, that might still be true today. You know, maybe he should retire and not play next year. But if he's going to be your quarterback, I know you signed Mike White in case he gets hurt again, but uh, you got to protect him. And that may be, you know, opting for what analytics will say is a suboptimal play calling strategy. But in the end, you're protecting your quarterback. And that, that's worth, that could be worth more. Well, it is worth more than, you know, whatever quarter point you give up for each play call. You know, uh, you know what I'm saying, but yeah, right, right. I got uh, you. I, I, I could, I could definitely see Miami winning that division. I don't hate that call. So, 25 to one maybe looks a little bit better from that regard. Um, yeah. let, let's go to another uh, team in the NFC, a team in the NFC with a kind of a poor polarizing quarterback, Justin Fields. Uh, they pulled off. I, I, I kind of want to call it a heist, like. They got they got a they got a really good return for that first overall pick, including DJ Moore. Now, um, I've seen some fantasy football people like shredding the Panthers for trading DJ Moore, and at first I was like, you know, trading him isn't going to cripple your franchise. But on the other side, like Chicago, they did really well to get him because now Fields doesn't have an excuse, right? I believe I believe they picked up an offensive lineman as well, but uh. If they didn't, they're in. They are in a um, really good position to to draft one. Yeah, they signed guard Nate Davis. I don't, I don't know the terms of the deal, but presumably he's going to start. The offense line was terrible last year. They trade for DJ Moore. They get they get a couple more picks. They only move back to nine, so they still have a top ten pick. Um, things are looking up for uh, Chicago. I can't remember if they did any coaching changes, uh, coordinator changes. That is, but um, you know. The Packers are losing Aaron Rodgers. The Vikings have lost a couple guys due to the cap. Although they still have Kirk Cousins, so they'll, they'll be there. And then I personally like the Lions. I think they're going to win the division, but they're still Detroit, you know? So Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you what do you want to say about Chicago? What do you think they, about what they've done so far? Well, you kind of touched on it a little bit about uh, the just the division itself, right? I, I wanted to bring up the Bears that, you know, 
and, and just bring up the whole fact of, of rebuilding in general, right? Like when you hear the word rebuild, it's such a it's such a when you when you hear that your team is rebuilding, it's like, oh man, we're gonna stink this year. It's gonna take a while for us to come back. But with the moves that the Bears made and the division they're in, who's to say that they can't take home this division? I mean, it's not a long shot. It's not a super long shot, not like last year. They take a couple steps up, and a lot of these teams take steps back. They're right in the mix. You know, they bring in uh, Robert Tanyan, a solid tight end. Uh, Andrew Billings uh, from the Raiders. He's a good run stopper at defensive tackle. Um, they got a good backup just in case things don't work out with uh, with uh, Justin Fields. If he gets hurt, they got P.J. Walker. Tremaine Edmonds, one of the top line middle linebackers in the league. They bring him in to put him in the middle. And like you mentioned, Nate Davis, one of the top guards in the league, brought him in. Another uh, linebacker, TJ Edwards. So they're bolstering their defense. Now, on top of that, they have draft capital as well. So they can go with the youth movement and bring in some, bring in uh, like a, a, a top 10, you know, a top 10 uh, corner, right? You can bring in guys like a uh, um, Christian Gonzalez from Oregon or bring in a Joey Porter Jr. was a perfect fit for the Bears. Who's to say they couldn't compete this year? You know, and then on the on the on the offensive side, they got on one side now they got DJ Moore. Now also they got um what's the guy's name they got from Pittsburgh? Um Chase Claypool. So you got one two punch on that side too. Now if Justin Fields can get the ball down the field, you might you might have something. You might have something here and that division to me is a winnable division. And I know the Vikings, that's their that's their division at this point. They're they're probably gonna be the favorites coming in to win that division, but not by much, man. Not by much. And you know, that just goes off to show you, man, you're in rebuild mode, you can jump right back into it in about a year or two. Yeah, no, definitely. That's why the that that's what people love most about the NFL is the, the salary cap gets teams in the position to retool and overnight, bam, you're winning the division. You know, I think uh was it the NFC South, NFC East had a run where the last place team ended up winning the division the year after that, something like that. So yeah, definitely you can overnight you can become you can go from four and twelve to twelve and four. And um, you know, why why not Chicago? They definitely did have the off season acquisitions to to get themselves in that conversation. Um, and like I highlighted in the last uh, solo pod I did, the NFC is extremely weak at the top. Now, I, I still think the Eagles are the easy favorite to win it. The Niners have a stacked roster, but they don't have a quarterback. Yeah. And so, you know, why not Chicago to make a run? It, when you when the top of your conference is like one or two guys and the rest is just bleh, that, that's when you want to take a shot on these long shots. So. Uh, that said, I, I just looked at their odds on Bet Online. You know, eighteen to one for the for the NFC. That seems kind of solid. Uh, Fifty to one for the Super Bowl. You know, that seems long enough to take a shot. But yeah. they're right above Seattle for the conference. Seattle's twenty one. Chicago's eighteen to one. Uh, Seattle is 60 to 1 for the Super Bowl. Chicago is 50 to 1. I can't take Chicago when I got Seattle at a cheaper price. I think Seattle's straight ahead of Chicago. So I agree. I, I, I'm probably going to you know pass on that unless you can get a better price at other books. But uh, to your point, to my point earlier, um, Chicago could definitely make a run if Fields takes that next step. And people are saying, like, 
uh, he didn't throw at all last year. Like, oh, he didn't throw because he didn't have any weapons. Or, no, he didn't throw because he sucks. He can't throw. Well, all that's going to be moot. This this year, he gets a chance. You know, he has no excuses. You have legit weapons now with, with Moore, Mooney, Claypool, and Komet. And their run game is going to be solid because he's going to open up the extra lanes due to his own ability on the ground. Um I don't know. They did retool defense. They got TJ Edwards. I forgot about him. He's a pretty solid linebacker. So the defense should be better, and that should be enough to keep them in games. So, yeah, let's see what Fields can do in a definitely winnable division. Like, I kind of think the Packers, we'll talk about them next. I kind of think they'll be fine with Jordan Love and the weapons they got. Yeah. Uh, the Vikings will be competitive with Kirk Cousins. And then I think Detroit's the favorite to win the, the, the division. But Love could suck. What if uh, the Vikings take a step back? You know, all those one-score games catch up to them. You're and right. then the Lions, right. like I said, the Lions are the Lions. So definitely a winnable division, definitely a winnable conference. Let's see if Fields can take that next step. He has uh, no more excuses. And if he doesn't, maybe they take a quarterback next year. But um, that that's going to be all for uh, Chicago, unless you had anything else. Nope, that's it, man. That's it. All right. All right, so let's go ahead and um, get into Mr. Ayahuasca darkness over here. Uh, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired of hearing about this man, honestly. Like, yeah. holy shit, just fucking get the deal done already. Go play in New York. Go get traded to Siberia. Whatever Green Bay wants to do with you, like, <laughs> he has a whole fucking show on Pat McAfee to say like, I intend to play for the Jets, and you got Mr. Little. I, I don't want to say bad things about him. I, he he works for the website I used to write for, but Trey Wingo says the deal is essentially done. And then uh, Rogers comes out and says, I intend to play for New York. And Trey Wingo's quote tweeting that clip with like a, I told you so gif. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? The deal is not essentially done. They can't right. even figure out compensation, you know? Like, right. it's nowhere close to being done. Like, that. That's, a, that's what, like, annoys me the most about free agency period is everyone has a giant dick measuring contest on who can be the first to get this info out. Like, right. I'm hearing the Bears are close to signing this kicker. <laughs> like, who gives a fuck, man? Just tell us when they do it. Right. You know, like, I mean, I guess it's that type if you want to get into that type of career i mean you have to go out on a limb and say like i had this before anyone else did you know but i mean it's it's just exhausting not just rogers the whole my sauces are saying that they're gonna go and like this dude <laughs> this dude on twitter i saw he he uh like breaking you know that first word in tweets yeah, yeah. Uh, the Patriots are going to do everything they can to get Aaron Rodgers, and he had like he had like a whole timetable. Like apparently, the if you believe this guy, the Patriots team jet landed in Denver to meet with Rodgers like a few days ago, and like you're not hearing that anywhere else. And then Rodgers goes on McAfee. Does did he? I don't even know if he mentioned New England or not. Who fucking knows? Maybe it's the best kept secret in the world. Right. And if he goes there, <laughs> this dude's going to be like, yes, I called it. And no one's going to give a fuck. <laughs> like, right. Like, honestly, I'm pretty sure he's still going to be a nobody. So, uh, Man. I don't even, I don't remember the guy's handle, but anyways, back to Aaron Rodgers and this ongoing saga. Do you think he's going to be a New York jet? Cause I have my doubts. I have my doubts, too. I was about to say that. Um, Aaron Rodgers is a weird dude, man. And he's a, he's another darkness retreat away from deciding he wants to go elsewhere. You know, I, I, I just don't. And, and the reason why I say that is because 
you know, if you were to ask me about two or three weeks ago, oh, where's Aaron Rodgers going? I tell you, he's coming to the Raiders. And Vegas even said so. It was he was a minus he was a minus five hundred in the sports books. He went about as low as a minus five hundred. So and then he went on a darkness retreat and everything changed. So, <laughs> you know, for him to go on Pat McAfee and, and, and let's throw this in here, man. This dude for for a guy that says he doesn't like the media attention, he sure does, you know, go out there and get a lot of attention to himself. You know, self. You talking you know, about, you're talking about Aaron? You talking Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Okay. It's like. Dude, you say you don't like the attention, but you're, you know, you're constantly putting yourself out there and doing things to get attention. You know, how about you just if if you really don't like the attention, don't say anything, go behind the scenes and make a deal, you know, and and and, then I can see why the Packers want to get rid of him at this point, because it's annoying. It's very annoying. And, you know, the time has expired with him over there anyway. Um, But in saying all that, I think that. I don't think he's going to go to the Jets. I think that is going to be another team in the mix somehow, somewhere, some way. Um, yeah. Maybe it's the Raiders all over again. Who knows? You know, the whole Jimmy <laughs> G situation. <laughs> but either way, man, I, 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 I don't, I'm not too sure. You know, a deal is basically done. That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, sign with the team then if that's the case. You know, I, I don't know what's holding them up. I think the Packers, I think the Packers are doing great business as far as that goes. Hold off as as long as you can. Don't do this guy any favors. Don't do any other teams any favors. You know, I'm I'm on I'm on the Packers side on this one. Um, that's all I got to say about that one. What you think, man? Yeah, I just um, he uh, what was that? Shoot, I had a I had a thought. I had a thought, and I lost it. Um, as far as like the football fit with the Jets. Uh, Colin Cowherd makes a good point. They have a lot of young players on offense. And when you saw Aaron play last year, like he would get visibly frustrated with the rookies, you know, yeah. on the team. And, you know, Christian Watson, towards the end of the year, he he produced a lot. He was a touchdown machine. He eventually got to catching on. But um, how long is it going to take for him to jail with the likes of Garrett Wilson? And Brees Hall is a running back, but he's still a young guy on the squad. Um, oh, his laundry list. That's what I was going to talk about. His fucking laundry list. Yeah. Like, so uh, I think it was Diana Rossini, or I don't know. I think she yeah, tweeted Rossini. out. Yeah, like Rossini. this. This is the thing. These are the. This is a list of demands Aaron Rodgers sent to the Jets. It includes fucking Odell Beckham. It's it's like your kid, like giving you like their grocery list, you know. And you see like twelve Twizzlers. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> Pop tarts. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, come on. <laughs> Tubs of ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Randall Cobb, are you kidding me? Like Randall yeah. Cobb, still like I, I'm not the only one who thought this because someone tweeted out, but they said like, does Aaron get a cut of Cobb's salary because he's like right. the only reason Cobb has still been in the league the past few years? Now he said apparently he says like he never sent them a list or anything like that. I guess they just so happened to, you know, go sign Nathaniel Hackett and Mercedes Lewis and did they sign Cobb? I don't. I don't even know if they signed Cobb or not. No, they no, signed no, uh, no. Uh, Alan Lazard instead. Lazard, yes, they got Lazard. Yes, yeah, so I just sent him a list. They just so happen to get the guys that I've been playing with. And by the way, he's he wants the guys he's been playing with for years after he's been bitching about having no weapons. What? That That's I, I the part that I don't understand either, it's, man. It is so 
it's perplexing. It's exhausting. The Packers should do the Jets no favors. I would ask for at least two firsts because that's the team he wants to play for. The Jets don't have a quarterback. They have to get him. If they don't get him at this point, like, what are, what are they going to do? You know, who are they going to go with Zach Wilson? Can you go back to the kid after this whole tirade? You know, this whole uh, facade. That's what I'm saying. Facade. Uh, facade. Facade, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fancy word right there. <laughs> even, if, even if he goes to the Jets, like, I, I get he won two MVPs, back-to-back MVPs recently, but how good is he going to be? You know, like you have the he's got gel with the young guys. You know, those guys have to learn a new offensive system. And then you got you play in the AFC. So I don't even know if it's worth it to get him. They have to get him at this point. You know, I mean, they have a good young squad. right? I'm not yeah. going to take that away, but it's 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 an uphill battle all the way for New York. And I think them hamstringing themselves like this, it's just another another uh it's just themselves shooting themselves in the foot again you know plexico burris style cheddar bob in the on the street that's 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 the, that's the new york jets right there fucking cheddar bob <laughs> i'll leave it at that <laughs> man you know it oh, man it's, it's it it's terrible you know if that i believe that that list is real i believe that that's what he demanded and um you know he's not really in with the mainstream media that's why he always goes to pat mcafee and and, you know works with him but um part of me believes that that is that is true and i don't know if it's the media because aaron Rodgers isn't working with him they're like you know they 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 try to like you know mess his dirty his image as much as possible you know i don't know what it is but it's it's very interesting and it kind of kind of does it to himself too at this point and as far as the game goes, this man's going to be, what well, he's at 39 now, almost 40. Do you think he's still doing the due diligence, doing the doing the hard work, you know, throwing an offseason with receivers and things like that? Do you think this is going to still happen in, in, in New York once it, once this ink, this deal inks, if it inks, right? Like, I don't I don't think I don't think that's the case. You know, I don't think I don't think he still has that work ethic in him, you know, to to continue doing so. So I, I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't think it's gonna fit if he even if he does go, it's not gonna be very successful. They might get to the playoffs, but uh nothing else besides that. And I don't know. That that's that's as far as the you know, Aaron Rodgers goes. That's 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 all I got about that one, man. I'm I'm just hoping somehow, some way the Jets do not land him. I, I'm here for that. I'm here for that shit storm. <laughs> man all right so if if uh if he doesn't go to if he doesn't go anywhere i mean doesn't go to the jets where do you think he goes i i don't even have a clue honestly you, i want to say my team i i know I, I bash him the past five minutes but i mean just give us a band-aid for two years let shanahan not worry about having a quarterback but um i don't know if they can make the money work it's even worth it what do you trade all that bullshit they probably don't want to deal with that headache either so i I have no clue where he would go, honestly. I, I really don't. Maybe he just, maybe he stays in Green Bay. Maybe he just, you know, runs it back again with the team he supposedly hates. I don't <laughs> fucking know. Wouldn't surprise me at this point, man. Yeah. All right. One more topic. Um, Lamar Jackson. It's a very sensitive topic for a lot of people for some strange reason. 
I guess yeah. people can't can't be objective about things in 2023. But um, <laughs> let's go ahead and dive right into it. So Ravens offer him, reportedly offer him $133 million before the start of the season. Lamar turned it down. So he decided to play through the year. Gets hurt. Misses, uh, what, like, how many, how many games did he miss? Like 10? He's missed, missed 10, 10 out of the right? last 22 games. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he missed around. Oh, so he missed like five. He missed five games in. Yeah. yeah, this is about five games this year. Um, has been trying to negotiate his own deal, him and his mother, and uh, he doesn't have a deal yet. So the Ravens ex- put the exclu- is it non exclusive, right? It's the not, he gave him the non exclusive, yep. 32 tag. So any team wants to sign him has to offer two first round picks as well. The Ravens get to match that offer. So, but the interesting part about this, and you know this, unless you've been living under a rock, as soon as they put that tag on him. Five teams come out and say we have no interest in Lamar Jackson, which all of a sudden got all the people up in up in arms. Like this is collusion, this is racist, da 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 da. And then you got Daniel Jones getting signed, uh, the Jets going through hoops for Aaron Rodgers, and it's like it kind of. I mean, I kind of don't blame him for thinking that stuff because it, it's kind of hard to justify giving Daniel Jones forty million a year when the Giants could just try to get Lamar, you know, but. The main thing about this is, and I hate that when you bring up logical reasons to not sign him, you act like you're trying to hold the owner's water or something. But the fact of the matter is, he's asking for north of $200 million guaranteed, fully guaranteed. And the Deshaun Watson contract was an abomination. The Kyler Murray contract was terrible. They had to put a tape clause in there, for goodness sakes. And that that's just teams. Russell Wilson. Gonna, Russell Wilson, yeah. I mean... I, at the time, I thought it was warranted, but you you were right, Mike. Good good on you. It's been a disaster. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but teams don't. Bottom line, owners do not want guaranteed contracts to become the norm. You know that's just the bottom line. Now, whether I kind of think non non fully guaranteed contracts, the system they have right now is best for the consumer. And if it's good for the consumer, it's going to keep ratings up. It's going to keep money flowing into the owner's pockets. It's going to keep money flowing to the player's pockets. You know, it's going to just keep that money train going. Now, um, there is plenty of room for the players to get paid more, you know, based on based in the vacuum of the, the money the league makes. Yes, players absolutely should get paid a little more. They should have some type of medical care because. We like we saw Tua this year. He almost fucking died on the field. Like right. it's ridiculous. It's the most violent sport. It's the only sport with non-guaranteed contracts. So that's a very valid point from though for those who are pushing like the, you know that 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 agenda for NFL players. Yeah. That said, the man had an MVP in 2018. People doubt his passing skills, which he's a bit. I think he's a better passer than what most people think. But I agree. Still, some people have that mantra about him. But the bottom line is he wants Deshaun Watson guaranteed money and he's missed, like you said, 10 games the past 22 years. How are you going to put nine figures in the bank for a guy who might not play the whole year? You should have some trepidation about signing that, you know? I personally would take the risk. Like if I were the Falcons, I would would try to sign him. Like he would be perfect in my team. Plenty of other quarterback teams would be well-served having him. But there are legitimate reasons other than collusion and racism that he hasn't on a he's on a team yet. Um, what do you what do you got to say about the whole situation, Mike? 
Man, you covered it really good, man. But here's the thing: you got to also look at it on the business side, right? You're you're a player who's asking for two hundred fifty million dollars. These owners, here's a process: they would have to, if they sign you, they would have to um, get that money and put it like in an escrow in order for you know for you for for you to fulfill that two hundred fifty million dollar need. That is, a lot of these owners don't have that. You know, it's easier for some than others. Definitely. It's easier for some than others. I mean, I'm sure they all can kind of like pony up and get it. But, you know, that's a that, that you're, you're kind of a detriment to your, your your franchise at that point. You're giving all this this extraness to one guy, um, you know, so there's that. Right. Also, the fact that he's kind of doing his own deal or his mom is the agent, but I, I think that at, the, at this point, the heavy lifting is on him at this point. That's what it's looking like, right? Um, he's going about it in a way that's very interesting. He's putting out in a tweet, like, you know, the, the deal, right? It's almost like he's kind of setting his own market. From the Ravens' perspective, right, what the Ravens, to me, what it looks like they were trying to do is that, okay, we're going to put this non-exclusive uh, tag on you, $32 million. You can go out and, and and you know go shop and see what the market looks like for you, right? And then what ends up happening is you know some team is gonna you know take the bait and make an offer for this guy, and then the Ravens are gonna turn around and be like, ah, we'll give him just a little bit more. Exactly. You know, You're- and 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 from that perspective, these teams know that these teams know that that's what he's trying to do what they're uh, what they're trying to do so they're not interested that's why you haven't heard these teams emerging trying to go after Lamar Jackson because they know that it's not a battle that they're going to win it's just going to be the Ravens are going to just you know the mark has been set whatever you offered them and I'm gonna give you just a little bit more than that so in saying all that um yeah, you know the, the the racism stuff, the collusion stuff. I think it's a bunch of nonsense. Um, but what I what I will say is that the um, from from the players, like the NFLPA's perspective, they're pushing him to continue this. You know, because from from this perspective, if look, just imagine if a player goes into there, a quarterback goes in there and negotiates his own deal, basically, right? You're saying your mom's your agent. Like I said, I think it's him doing the heavy work. That's setting a precedent right there. That means these next quarterbacks down the line, the Burroughs, the, the Herberts of the world, you know, the uh, you know Jalen Hurts, even though he has an agent, but they can go out there and do it themselves as well. It sets a precedent that I don't think NFL owners necessarily would like. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a really confusing situation. Um, I think it's not going to be settled anytime soon. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me to see Lamar Jackson sit out for a little bit this season or maybe not even play this season, which might hurt him in turn um, because, to me, I think he is damaged goods. Um, you know, the older he gets, maybe, you know, that speed, he loses that speed, and then we got to see what kind of quarterback are you. Are you going to stand up in the pocket and throw a shot now? You know, because, you know, the first person I think about is um, Cam Newton. You know, Cam Newton, MVP, he won it early. Very athletic, super athletic, very speedy, uh, used his legs. And then as soon as he hit about 29, 30 years old, he, it was that was it. And he wasn't very accurate quarterback. You know, he had to rely more on that throwing ability, and it just wasn't there. Now he can't find a team. So I think that teams look at that situation, and they're like, yeah, I don't want to be in year three or four regretting, my situ- re- regretting this deal. I just gave this dude $250 million, 
and now I'm stuck with this guy. So it's a confusing situation, and and I don't think it's going to get solved anytime soon. Yeah, there there's a lot there's a lot to unpack with it. A lot of different angles, a lot of valid points on both sides of you know the debate. Like uh, right. people say that you know his passing numbers are kind of poor because the Ravens like. They essentially have no receivers. Like, where the fuck do all the receivers go? They've I don't think anybody with... wants to go there and play because of, you know, maybe it's the Lamar Jackson, the, like, lack of ability to get the ball down the field. I, I don't know. Maybe it's the offense. You know, they did let go of Greg Roman. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just add another uh, wrinkle to it. I, have, I hadn't heard that take before. But, um, like, you say, the, the people say, oh, he hasn't had receivers yet. Well, you might be dealing with the same issue because he's asking for all this money and yep. people are mad at him because he didn't play through that injury a lot of people thought he could have towards the end of the year well he didn't play through that injury because he didn't have a guaranteed deal but he didn't have a guaranteed deal because he turned down 133 million dollars before the season started so yeah you know it there's there's literally a counterpoint to everything that you had to say about this whole situation which yeah. pretty much plays right into your point of i don't think it's getting solved anytime soon um there, there, there's this owner. I want, I want to touch into kind of like the NFL player scale a little bit. There's the owner of a best NFL best ball website. Best ball is a fantasy football format. Um, he was gonna be an agent, you know, in his early years. I think when he got out of college, he got like a he got his credentials. He went to some school, I believe. So he has some insight into the agent world, and he's he has the opinion that. It's basically a system created to screw the players out of money to benefit the owners, which I I mean, that, that sounds a little ridiculous, but I'm going to give him some credence because he went through the process to become one. So he knows shit that I don't. So I'm, I'm sure there's some truth to that. But having said that, I can I I would I'd be willing to lay 10 to one. Lamar would have a deal today if he had an agent, because for I know people, I know players represent themselves. You know, Roquan Smith, he was his own agent. <clears throat> Richard Sherman recently, he negotiated his own deals. But Richard Sherman was a, t- was a 10-year vet. Roquan Smith, this wasn't his first contract. It is way, it's asking way too much of Lamar to negotiate his own deal and be a franchise quarterback. Like, it's just too much. Yeah. And maybe you're right in a vacuum, like agents make too much money because it's a percentage. But you know what? You would have a deal done if you had one. And yep. so perhaps the system is flawed, but the system, you know, works in terms of getting long-term deals done. And a take I heard on that same Discord was the something to the line of players are being bent over backwards and getting fucked out of money. And that that that's bullshit. I'm sorry. That's bullshit. You look up the average salary, the average American salary is $70,000. The rookie minimum is 750000 They make 10 times more than the average American makes. A rookie who never stepped foot on a football field. Yep. Second year players is 840000 I think third year is like nine hundred ninety or something like that. Close to a million dollars. Trey Lance has made eight figures, I believe, in his career. He's played like three games. <laughs> So I'm. I, it's really hard for me to to feel bad for uh, for multimillionaires. Like I'm not. It sounds like I'm holding the owner's water right now. No, I I do think players should make more based on how much the league makes. You know, I, and I don't sympathize with them either. Fighting 
over a half a percent during you know CBA negotiations. Like right. the league makes more enough money for you to give a little bit more to the players. But to say the players are being bent over and screwed, that's I I just can't get behind that because like Lamar could be a nine figure you know person right now if he accepted that deal earlier. Oh, but he should accept his worth. Sure, you have a point, but most people make that $70,000 a year. That's the average salary. And so it's hard for someone to look at a guy who turned down nine figures and empathize with him, you know? And that's kind of how I feel too. If I yeah. died, if, if I died tomorrow, my family would get $400,000, a little more than half of what a rookie makes. So yeah, it's true. I mean, I know I'm going a bit off the rails here, but all, all that's to say there's valid points to both sides of the, you know, NFL player wages, this whole Lamar situation, who's right or wrong. Is it, is it wrong? Is it right of him to not have a deal yet? There's valid points all over the place. I agree with you though. I don't see it getting settled anytime soon. It's going to draw out a long time. Can I throw another wrinkle into the situation too, man? By this, all means. So here's another thing you got we got to consider, right? This is one of those situations where he's going in and negotiating his own deal. His mom is, I don't know what the role is with his mom, but I'm assuming that, you know, he's kind of being, she's kind of an advocate. He's telling her what to say, you know, if anything. Um, who's to say that they go to the, you know, they go to the negotiation table and these owners are like, the, the owner of the Ravens like, we're, we're not, we're not playing ball with you until you get an agent. You know, what if what if that's the case? What if because he doesn't have an agent, they're not doing it because they don't want to set a precedence. They don't want to be, you know, it changes it changes a lot of things, you know, and, you know, we, we see the NFL kind of shifting slightly over to being really player centric, um, si similar to NBA. You see that slowly, little by little that's happening in the NBA. I mean, in the NFL, like the NBA, this kind of move, if. Lamar Jackson does kind of negotiate his own deal. It changes things a lot in the landscape mm -hmm. down the line. And I don't know if the owners want that to happen. And I don't think, you know, these owners, it's a brotherhood with these owners, right? It's a, it's a club, right? So if you're doing things outside of their, their program, how they kind of operate, it's not going to work. They, they don't like that. They'll, they'll blackball you real quick, you know? So that's another thing to consider. You know, maybe it's a wall that you just can't get over. It's not going to happen. You know, these owners are they're like, hey, dude, don't do it. Don't do it. You know, this is something that we want to be in control over still, you know, um, to an extent. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's such a it's such a convoluted situation, you know, and and like that just highlights the point that I don't think is going to be over anytime soon. Yeah. And as far as the negotiations go, like I didn't. I'm sure we ever heard something if the if uh, the owner I forget his name but he sure refused to to deal with Lamar because he didn't have an agent. I'm sure that would have came out eventually. So I don't that could be the case. Who, who knows? I don't think so. But from what I've heard from uh, John Middlecoff and Colin Cowherd, like for one, Colin one of his points which I agree with is when you have an agent, it serves as a buffer between you and the company. So, you know, you go to negotiate a contract for someone, you know, I want this much. No, we only want to give him this much. And 
it sounds like they hate the guy, but really they're giving you reasons why they don't want to pay you this much, yeah. you know? And so Lamar has to hear all that himself. Like, well, you only completed X percentage of passes. You've missed X amount of games that one, four, five, six, seven, eight. And all of a sudden, like, I don't know, you were in the military. I don't know if anyone ever told you how much you suck. Uh, yeah. it, it sucks. <laughs> it, it sucks to hear, you know? And yeah. so even worse when it's your child, like, people talk about your child like it fucking 10 times that and so imagine his mom negotiating this and he has to hear from the owner why they don't want to give his son money and i mean it's hard not to take it personal when they say your son is this this and that and that's why you want to pay him this you're like well fuck you no he's not like it's just <laughs> if, if you had an agent it, it's uh they hear all that you don't hear yeah. shit all you that's hear true. is hey Hey man, I got you six for 180 mil. Like, oh shit, thanks, bro. You yeah. have no idea. You know, you didn't have to hear all that shit. You can focus on your job. Right. So another thing, these deals get done on yachts, according to Middlecoff. Like the owner sits with the agent, they're chilling on a yacht, drinking, whatever, talking about the contract. Bam, it happens like there. Um, I don't think Lamar's mother is chilling on yachts with rich white guys. That's just my guess. No, I, I <laughs> so wouldn't, it's I wouldn't just, assume that. It just makes it harder to get a deal done when you don't have the traditional method in place. And if he wants to be a pioneer for change, you know, more power to him. Uh, one of my favorite quotes from Moneyball is, when you're the first guy through the wall, you're going to get bloody. So yep. if he's really doing this to change shit for what he believes is better for the long term, more power to him. You know, go for it. I just don't, I don't know if he's going to get what he wants in this case. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I, I I believe that that's, I think that's what's happening. I think that, you know, he's not, uh, there's, they're looking at the numbers, you know, which we believe we're, we're numbers guys, but, and we won't take it personally. If they, they threw numbers at us, Hey, this is our performance. We suck. Okay. So we don't deserve what we're asking for. Right. Yeah. But I think that's the case. And I'm, I, I tend to believe that that's what's going on. And, you know, you know, when you have, you have your very own, negotiating for you you're going to take it personally so yeah i agree man yeah, exactly all right there goes rogers and lamar um i don't know we should just end it on that i i think yeah i think i think, I think that's so. i think that's a good spot to end it on uh you so, got any closing you got any closing thoughts mike anything else you expect from this free agency uh any draft thoughts anything like that uh i'm sure you got shit ton of draft thoughts but like any like Look out for this or whatever. Keep an eye on the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> I know I am. You know, we, we say we weren't going to talk too much about them, but there's some weird things going on with them. So stay tuned with them. That's that's all I got, man. Yeah. Uh, my closing note. I, I wanted to talk about it, but the Niners lost a shit ton of good players, and they're still probably the best roster in the NFC. <sighs> Give us a fucking quarterback, man. <laughs> that's shoot. all. That's all I got to say. Um, for Mike, I'm James. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you soon. Peace. Peace.